Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. Today we're going to be visiting one of the world's northernmost inhabited areas, a land of rugged terrain, glaciers, frozen tundra, polar bears, reindeer, and beautiful Triassic exposures in the Norwegian archipelago of Svalbard. Svalbard is high up in the Arctic Ocean, so the Greenland Sea in Greenland is on her western side. Um, Svalbard is above Iceland and Norway and Sweden and Finland, a little bit north of Russia, and has the Barents Sea on her eastern coast. Mm. So this is rugged country, so cold and icy. The communities here have peaked roofs and the houses are brightly colored, so lots of traditional red houses, but yellow and pink and green and blue. And if you see them in the winter, they're all lit up with lights. Um, you can see the northern lights here. It's one of the places in the world where um, the northern lights play out against a, a long tundra landscape with big mountains in the background. There are polar bears and reindeer and walrus, um, Arctic fox. So it's exactly how you picture our far, far north. So if uh, Santa was going to have a home or if reindeer were going to roam, this is exactly how you picture it. A cold, icy world. But beneath that snow and ice are beautiful Triassic exposures. Earlier this week on the Archaea blog, I shared some beautiful ammonites and um, bivalves, Dianella, kind of an oyster-like saltwater clam from Middle Triassic Landian outcrops in the Botnahia Formation. So this is near Spitsbergen in eastern Svalbard. And these are important um, index fossils. So Dianella and Monotus are both important species for our understanding of the Triassic. So when you find one, you tend to find a whole bunch of them in these big, massive shell beds. And we find them in Svalbard. I'll post a link to that blog post so that you can see the um, base layer, the matrix of the Botnahia formation for yourself and to see those lovely ammonites and bivalves. So the Botnahia is made up of dark gray laminated shales and these course upward to laminated siltstones and sandstones. When you look at the block, it's sort of gray-black, and when you polish up the fossils from here, they show a nice shiny black with the uh, Dianella um, oyster bivalve shells coming in at a, a deep dark gray. The formation is named for Botnahia Mountain, so it's a mountain um, in Spitsberg, in Spalberg, and it's just south of the Satzfjorden, just east of the um, Durgendalen Valley. And as well as lovely ammonoids and bivalves, we found some ichthyosaur remains here. So if you were listening to the podcast about um, Nevada, there we find um, beautiful Triassic exposures with ichthyosaurs next to lovely ammonoid exposures. And the same thing is true here in Svibald. So we'd been 
expecting to find marine reptile remains and kept looking and looking and finally found the first bones in the early 2000s. Two specimens of ichthyosaurs have now been recovered from the Botnahia formation. So they comprise part of the trunk and the caudal vertebra um, respectively. So some of the features like very high and narrow caudal and posterior thoracic neural spines. So the shapes of the bones and the shapes of the vertebrae tell us that they're probably a member of the Tortocnimidae. Um, so these are a type of ichthyosaur and we were expecting to find them here because we found ichthyosaur remains above and below the botania. So um, there are lower Triassic formations just below the botania, and there are middle to upper Triassic uh, outcrops just above. And so this slim little gap, these two specimens of ichthyosaurs kind of close a huge gap in the fossil record of the Triassic ichthyosaurs from Svalbard. When you're collecting in the field and you're particularly when you're collecting vertebrate material, it's a wonderful thing when you can find those vertebra, those bones uh, articulated or set out in order um, so that you can see the um, relationship between the bones. If you get them all in a jumble, it makes them harder to prep and harder to understand. But the beautiful exposures near Spitsbergen are beautifully articulated. So the bone shows up a slightly darker gray against a lighter gray matrix. It's still uh, challenging work and super hard to prep out, um, but they're very satisfying. And there's a group, the Spitsbergen Mesozoic Research Group, that's been going out into the field and looking for the ichthyosaurs that we find here. So these are primitive Triassic ichthyosaurs. So in later ichthyosaurs, in later marine reptiles, the tail vertebra bend steeply downwards and the cartilage um, forms kind of a fish-like tail. But in these more primitive ancestors, the tail bend is not quite as strong and the spines of the vertebra make up more of the tail. So the ichthyosaurs here have more of an eel-like look. Whether it's for walking the scree slopes and finding beautiful multiple specimens of ichthyosaur remains, ammonoids or bivalves, or to see the northern lights, reindeer and polar bears, I do hope you get to visit Svalbard one day. If not, um, you can visit there virtually by looking at photos. It is beautiful country and um, I'm thinking that without all the, so there's snow cover but there's no tree cover so as the world melts out we'll see more and more exposures and I anticipate um, some wonderful finds coming out of this beautiful northern region of the world. So that's all for today, and thank you for listening.